Mr. Charlton here, and this is Audio Story 322. Before I read the next story, let's do some shout-outs for this episode. Hello to Ebby. Now, Ebby, please send me another message, because I couldn't quite hear the story you asked for. Hello to Ivy. Now, you asked for a story called The Wishing Chair. It's quite a long story. It might take me around two to three hours to read it. So if you could suggest another story, that would be wonderful. Hello to Devin. Hello to Lux. Harper. Ginny. Eva and Grace. James. Anna in Colorado. Luke. Harper. Juniper and Solus. Isabel. Acadia. Vishnu. I will be reading stories for each and every one of you over the next one, two, three, or maybe four weeks. I'm very excited to read the stories for you. Now, the next story has been chosen by Nate. Hello, Nate. And he asked for a Percy the Park Keeper story. So the one I am going to read is called After the Storm. Are you ready? Okay. Let's begin. After the Storm by Nick Butterworth. Percy the Park Keeper couldn't sleep. Outside his hut, a great storm was raging with thunder and lightning and pouring rain. Percy wasn't frightened by the thunder and he loved to watch the lightning as it lit up the whole park. He didn't even mind the rain. But there was one thing that Percy didn't like. He didn't like the wind. It blew down fences in the park and ripped branches off the trees. He didn't like it one single bit. Oh dear, he sighed as he watched from his window. The wind tugged at the trees, making them crack and groan. Oh, it looks like I'm going to be busy tomorrow. He pulled his pillow over his head and he tried to get back to sleep. Percy was up early in the morning. The wind had stopped and the sky was clear. Percy loaded up his wheelbarrow with all the things he would need to make repairs and clear up after the storm. Then he set off to inspect the damage. He felt happy as he took deep breaths of the fresh, clean air. Oh, oh yes, it feels good. Oh, oh, perhaps it wouldn't be too bad. Perhaps it wouldn't be too bad at all. But he was wrong. Something dreadful had happened. A great big oak tree that had been stood by itself on top of a little hill had been blown away by the storm. The giant tree had been one of Percy's favourites. Now it looked very sad lying on its side with its mass of tangly roots sticking up into the air. But it wasn't just one of Percy's favourite trees. Some of Percy's animal friends lived there. Now their homes were wrecked. Percy hurried up to the fallen tree. The animals were gathered by the tree looking cross and unhappy and a little bit sad. When they saw Percy, everyone started talking at once. Percy sat down with his friends and listened as they told how the storm had brought down the great tree. And now we have nowhere to live, said the badger. Some of us lived in the tree and some of us lived under the tree, but we're all homeless now. 
Some of the rabbits looked close to tears and the fox was very sniffy. <laughs> Percy passed himself a handkerchief and then he passed the fox a handkerchief. The fox decided to blow his nose and it made him feel that little bit better. Percy stood up. Oh, we'll just have to find you somewhere else to live, he said. Come on, everybody, jump into my wheelbarrow. The animals felt better now that Percy was with them. He always helped them. First, he took them to the pine wood, but nobody wanted to live there. Too dark, squeaked the mice. Too gloomy, said the hedgehog. So Percy took them to the shrubbery, but nobody wanted to live in the shrubbery either. No big trees, complained the squirrels. Oh, never mind, said Percy. We'll try again next to the stream. Percy began to push the heavy wheelbarrow over a little bridge that crossed the stream. But as he got to the middle of the bridge, two things happened. Percy stumbled and the wheelbarrow decided to see what it would be like to be a boat. Splash, splash, splash. Suddenly, Percy and his friends found themselves drifting downstream to where the stream opened out into a lake. Percy stood up and looked around. Oh, we'll have to paddle back to the shore, he said. But then something caught his eye. Oh, no, wait, said Percy. Let's paddle across to the other side of the lake. I have an idea. The animals looked puzzled. What was Percy up to? Slowly, they paddled the wheelbarrow across the lake. Oh, here we are, said Percy. The squirrels jumped ashore and tied themselves up to the wheelbarrow. But then they decided that this would not work. So they untied themselves and tied up the wheelbarrow to the roots. That made much more sense. Now, this is my plan, said Percy. Everyone gathered round as Percy explained his idea. Is everything clear? Everyone nodded. Then, let's get to work. They began by unloading all Percy's tools and the planks of wood from the wheelbarrow. Then Percy explained exactly what he wanted each one to do. He showed the badger how to use a saw, and he showed the squirrels how to knock in nails. The fox drilled holes and the rabbit screwed in screws. The mice were kept busy fetching and carrying for everybody else. At lunchtime, they took a short break to share some of Percy's peanut butter sandwiches. Then they got busy again. At long last, the work was finished. A very, very, very tired Percy stood back to admire the handiwork. Now the squirrels had a brand new home. And so did the mice. The rabbits had a new home too. And so did the badger and the fox and the hedgehog. In fact, every one of Percy's friends had a fine new place to live. Oh, well done, everybody, said Percy. This is the best treehouse I've ever seen. What about you, Percy? called the badger. Aren't you going to join us? Uh, hmm, uh, uh, I think I'll stick to my old hut, he said back to the animals. 
Besides, said Percy, taking an acorn out of his pocket, I still have one job left to do back at the little hill. The end. Nate, boys and girls, I hope you enjoyed the story, and I will see you again very, very soon on Mr. Chelton's Audio Stories. Three, two, one. Bye, bye, bye.